0: Welcome back, baseball family. We have prepared a couple of things for you. We think you'll enjoy. This is for the diehard fans, for sure, because you'll feel validated by all this information we're about to drop on you. But for those of you who are a little bit new to the game of baseball, especially our friends in India, Russia, and the Netherlands, that's right, we're paying attention. And mm-hmm. also to our, four, our somehow forgotten friends in Ireland and France, come back, please we <laughs> We know you're we there you. and uh we would love we for you to continue to download our episodes. But here we go. They've only missed one people. It's fine. We can't mm. we can't be too upset. But listen, we we're going to get into statistics. <laughs> we think statistics are interesting. Brad thinks they're fun. I think they're they're information, but Brad really really likes them. <laughs> so, we're going <laughs> And that's what makes this conversation so much fun. We're going to talk about a few of our favorite statistics and some of the things that we think you need to know about baseball statistics. We're going to go over batting average, earned run average. We're going to talk about what OPS means, war, and whip. Those are the ones we've decided that you probably ought to know about. Whip. 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 (laughs) Whip. You think, what? Which way?
1: Whip. Oh my gosh, I hate that movie. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, before we get in there, like you have no idea like how much I do legitimately love stats. Um, when I was in college and took statistics, I was like, Oh yeah, this is gonna be awesome. <laughs> I've been studying baseball cards for years. I've been watching baseball tonight. <laughs> I am up on statistics. I know how to calculate it and everything. And they go and they show me that bowl, and I was like, that's not statistics. That's something else. I don't know what it is, but it's not statistics. What do you?
0: Wait a minute! I did never saw standard deviation on a baseball (laughs) card. You liar! Exactly.
1: That's exactly right. I did not do well in the class. Needless to say, (laughs) nobody showed me a curve. What is a z-score? Yeah, yeah. I don't even remember those terms, but yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh no! Oh man!
1: No, leave me alone.
0: Math, it's like the only math I was ever good at.
1: <laughs> but anyways, that and we're going to get into baseball statistics. How's that? The ones that matter.
0: Yeah, for so, real.
1: Let's be honest. <laughs> so first, let's start let's start really simple with batting average. What is a batting average? Yeah. A batting average well, put simply is it's just your average I guess just getting on base of the hit, right? I mean, <laughs> how do you explain Tell it? Tell us, Brad. Well, but so it's, it's really simple. It's just, it's well, I mean, I don't know, but it's this. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the way you calculate your batting average is, is actually pretty simple and actually, like, pretty cool, in my opinion, because it's the number of hits, number of base hits you get for the. No- like over divided by the number of official like at bats you get it's not number of times you get on base over plate appearances because that would be on base percentage am i right yep so yeah like, it's it
0: it all, all it is is hits divided by at bats that's it
1: yeah because if you get up there and you hit a sack fly that doesn't count as, as an at bat if you because the ball did not get put error, in play if you reach on an error, that's not a hit, but it counts as an at-bat.
0: That's right. So so a lot of people really have a hard time with batting average, and there's this entire mm-hmm. faction of baseball, um, baseball, whatever that word was, baseball <laughs> fandom that <laughs> that wants to get away and just do away with batting average all the way around. I don't fit mm-hmm. that category. I'm old school. I think it tells a big chunk of the story. I think it's the most easily digestible offensive statistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, we, a lot of people are going back and applying new sabermetrics, new statistical analysis to previous seasons, and even mm-hmm. the legendary stuff, which I think is tremendous. It's super cool. But this one is enduring, and it is a little antiquated, but it it still, I think, tells a segment of the story, and I think that's valuable. I totally
1: agree with you because... I mean, the standard batting average, the standard for batting average has dropped with launch angle because guys are getting out a ton more. You know, there's yes. more focus on slugging, OPS. We'll get into that in a little bit. But still, though, like, you're, you're, we're still waiting for somebody to hit 400. Yep. Yeah. Right? And it's still, if somebody hits 330, it's like, wow. 350, especially, it's like, wow, that's awesome. You know, so. There is still some weight put on it, but it's not necessarily a statistic that's looked at like the be-all, end-all because there are more advanced stats that that are used. Yeah. Right. So.
0: Yeah, and obviously statistics have have come a long way because of computers and technology and people that care. So Mm -hmm. all of those revolutionary ideas have changed the way we view baseball and baseball statistics. But Mm -hmm. particularly interesting is the ones that have lasted forever. Some of which need to go away, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But I think <laughs> yes, I like I like this one. Yeah, I, like I, one I do lot, like batting so.
1: average. Yes. So we talked, and it is still or,
0: tied to an award, isn't it? Still tied to an award, like uh, the batting title. Yeah,
1: yeah. So is it, and is so there's the legitimacy right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So I mentioned a little bit ago OPS. Now. I remember like when they first started throwing OPS out there, I was like, what on earth is (laughs) that? And it's as simple as on base plus slugging on base percentage plus your slugging percentage. And now I think those are both. I on base, not so much right on base percentage is pretty easy because that's all of your plate appearances. Okay. It's all the times you got on base, whether, like I said, it's uh, you reach on an error or you walk or get hit by a pitch, you know, however you reach right. base over your total plate appearances, the number of times you went up to the plate. And I actually really like that stat because I feel like it, it does tell a story because. Mm-hmm. There was one year, like, and I might be biased because of this, but there was one year in, in baseball. I had a rough season. I had a little bit of the yips after taking a fastball to the head, so I, like, was, like, terrified stepping on the box. I had, like, yeah. a 100 batting average. But my on-base percentage was, like, 700. <laughs> because wow. I walked a Jeez. lot. I hit the ball hard at guys who committed errors. Um, Got on with Fielder's Choice here and there, you know, but, like... yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I wasn't hitting it where they weren't, but I was getting on base and scoring. So it's like, I so that's like the one reason that I feel like on base percentage is still a pretty good stat. But if you add it that is, with slugging, and get your OPS, and slugging is, it's slugging kind of a complicated. Is, it's,
0: one, yeah, but it's, it's a, to simplify slugging, it's it, ca- it it's a weighted statistic. So it takes the, it is the it takes the player's productivity. Mm-hmm. weighted by how many bases they earned or or can uh, uh, obtain I guess at one right. in one at bat so and so and the way that it's for one it's, for it's one total, base, bases. It's total yeah, so, bases and that's that's why so it's a important. double is
1: two a triples three a home run is four you add up all that's their, right their, add up their total bases divide that by at bats so the yep. equation's pretty simple, but getting to it is is pretty complicated. But you're right; it does tell a, it does tell a story of productivity. Because if a guy has a high slugging percentage and a middle of the road batting average, it means that when he hits the ball, he's getting the double or home run most likely. Yeah, like like Miguel Andujar is a good example. A
0: couple seasons ago, we called him "Miggy Two Bags" because when he get there up the go. plate, dude hit for double almost every time. Mm-hmm. I mean, the that the one that guy would be considered to... slugging.
1: Yeah, um, the one guy who really comes to my to my mind with slugging is actually Edgar Martinez. Right, exactly. Hall of Fame because, because of his he was slugging. A, he was a doubles machine. Doubles so fact, and home runs. See, a lifetime slugging of five fifteen. Yeah, and let's let's put that into perspective with today, even with launch angle and everything. Let's see where are we at here. Juan Soto is leading the league at six eighty four, which is unreal. But yeah, that's that's unreal. Six eighty four <laughs> slugging yeah, is that doesn't really incredible. translate. But anyway, but no, uh, having that high of a a slugging percentage over a career like that's that's the first guy I think of when I think of slugging it was Edgar Martinez.
0: Yeah, so, yeah.
1: That's so a then good you example. just take those two numbers, you add them together for OPS and you can get kind yep. of a wonky number because we're used to um we're used to batting average being out of 1000 on base percentage yeah, exactly. being out of 1000 and so you can get an OPS above 1 like Juan Soto right now right. is leading MLB with a 1.160 OPS yep and that's it's pretty darn good i mean i think he it's it's between him and uh and uh Fernando Tatis, I think for the mm-hmm. the MVP. Um Yeah, yeah. And Mookie Betts, for that matter, but I think just because of the highlights you probably end up gonna be gonna end up gonna be Tatis. So Yeah.
0: Yes. So we'll get into that later. So OPS is a little bit controversial. Mm-hmm. Um because it gives your on-base percentage and your slugging percentage equal weight. I mean, that's the only mm. – like, that's the main criticism I get if you could – I mean, that's the best way to put it. But if yeah, you were going to yeah. criticize OPS, it would be that you give offensive production in terms of extra base hits and things like that, home runs, etc., cetera, uh, the same weight that you give just getting on base under any circumstances, even if it's getting hit by a pitch. Right. Um, and so it doesn't mean it's a bad statistic. You just have to understand where its limitations are. And
1: that's mm-hmm. pretty much the biggest criticism. Right. And I do feel like, and I've always said, I feel like there is something to be said with just getting on base, just getting on base. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If you happen, if you happen to be getting extra bases off of that. so I, 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 that's why I like OPS because it yeah. shows that you're not just a guy who gets on base, but you're a guy who's productive when he gets on base. Yep. That if there's somebody, if there's somebody standing on first base, there's a good chance. If, I mean, if you got a high slugging percentage, there's a good chance you could be hitting it into the alley or over the fence, and that guy's scoring. You know, I agree. So that's that's why I really like OPS because it does give a complete picture of what what the guy is doing. So
0: what the what the guy is capable of producing when he gets mm-hmm. in an
1: offensive scenario? Yeah,
0: no, I yep. agree. Exactly right. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's so. shift gears. Let's talk about pitching. Okay, and we'll go back to the old school earned run average (ERAs) how it's listed mm-hmm. when you see it on a scorecard. And earned run average is is again very very simple. It's it calculates the pitcher's um how many runs they give up based on the number of innings they pitched and at bats they've seen.
1: Yeah, so it's nine times their earned runs divided yep. by their innings pitched. The innings pitched, yep.
0: Yeah. And now so, this is it gets fractionally difficult because I mean the the equation itself is fractionally difficult because you you divide an inning into thirds. So right. that that's the only real difficulty in calculating mm-hmm. ERA, but so if a pitcher pitched, this is the example: ninety-eight innings and one out, and he allowed twenty-eight earned runs, then ERA would be twenty-eight divided by ninety-eight plus one third. So, and so then you multiply that three. by nine. Anyway, the yeah. the the formula is not exactly accessible. It's it's you can do it. I just don't like to. I like to let the
1: scorekeepers do it because <laughs> it's math. But but here's the thing. Here's the thing that I've noticed this year is because guys are pitching so few innings outside of starters. Like you might get a reliever who comes in twice a week, three times a week, yep. and throw an yeah. inning. Um, at least that's what I've noticed with the Mariners because they've got guys going up and down. But anyways, um, <laughs> this year I feel like ERA, especially for relievers, has been inflated. Um, we've talked before about how it seems like bullpens are down um, but I do think I do think eras are inflated this year with relievers yeah. starters not so much i mean there's there are a lot of starters who've right. been really very good, but you're also not going to be getting the sample size you're not getting the innings pitched in the end um, yeah like you might have unproportionately low eras you might have disproportionately high eras like we talked about like inflated. Inflated ERA, so uh, it's it's a little. It is interesting to me to see that stat this year in particular, because the sample size is strange. Um, Yeah. But at the same time, I still I still do take it into account when I'm evaluating a pitcher. Evaluating when I'm looking at a pitcher, I don't evaluate anybody. I just watch the game. But. (laughs) (laughs) Don't evaluate. I'm not a scout. I knew what you meant. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <I don't know.
0: laughs> when you geek out yeah right yeah That's what exactly
1: exactly right but like yeah. you've got shane Bieber right now with the 1.74 um our guy trevor bauer 1.80 um, dallas yeah. keichel is 2.04 um jacob de who is like the reigning era king and the reason it's still a valid stat is because he, i mean right now he's at 2.09 and then the last two years he's been unreal With, he was, um, let's see, I had it just a second ago. Uh, Where'd it go? Oh, my screen, like, refreshed, and then it went all crazy. But last year, he was 2.43. The year before that, he's 1.70, and he won Cy Young both years. Well, yeah. So.
0: (laughs) With a (laughs) 1.70. So just, for those of you that don't know, anything under 3 is absolutely respectable. Yes. Um, Anything under 2.5 is incredible. Over a course of a 162 game season for a starting pitcher, anything mm-hmm. under 2.5 is incredible. You're going to end up a finalist in the award, you know, discussions. Mm-hmm. And then anything under two, you're going to win, unless there happens to be yeah. a miracle where some other guy got under two. I have no idea mm-hmm. if that's ever happened, Plus,
1: but 32 starts over over 32 starts on 1.70 ERA with a 10 right. and nine and an 11 eight record respectively over those it- two years. Shocking. So it's like yeah. insane. <laughs> it really so it in really twenty
0: seventeen, in twenty seven just to give you an idea, in twenty seventeen, Corey Kluber won the award at, 225, at two twenty five at two point two five ERA. So it just yeah. you know the, the range there, that's why one point seven or whatever you said is, is ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's bolded on baseball reference because it's obviously the best in major league that year. Because for sure. It, yes. He was unhittable. And and that's one thing that I feel like is is the reason that it's a it's a good status because you can, you can get a, let a guy get on base periodically, but then sure you know eventually that's going to lead to a couple of runs. But the fact that he was only over the course of nine innings, not even two runs were scoring because nobody was getting on base. And <laughs> I mean, he gave up ten home runs in thirty two starts, and then nineteen home wow. runs in thirty two starts last year. Jeez.
0: It's insane. It's insane. It's insane. What was his strikeout?
1: So, Does it say? So last year he led the Bigs with two fifty five, but then the year before yeah. that he actually had two sixty nine in twenty eighteen and we had oh. the one point seven ERA. So
0: that look if you get above two hundred and fifty strikeouts, like mm. that life is good. You don't even you can be a finalist on some of these awards with fewer mm-hmm. than 250 strikeouts. But mm-hmm. but if you get up to, up in the 250 range, man, <laughs> that's, that's, like <laughs> an incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. I mean, yep. Corey Kluber, again, that 2017 won it with 265. So that was there 2017. I just happen to have 2017 up for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. But the range, <laughs> let's just look at strikeouts. The range in 2017, 265 for Kluber. Scherzer finalist, two sixty eight strikeouts, uh, Verlander two nineteen, and then there's Kenley Jansen at one oh nine and Clayton Kershaw two oh two. So well, Kenley Jansen is a, is a closer. He's a he's not even a starter. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. So you have to That's... factor in. You have to take into consideration whether they're a starter. Or a reliever or a closer, because that yeah. is going to change everything in terms of how many times they were on the mound and how many at bats they saw, and all this is a huge mess. But the the easy control is to keep starting pitchers with starting pitchers. That's what I think, and they have the yeah, largest I sample agree. size, like you say.
1: I agree. You know what I think they should do? They should have the Cy Young be for the starters, and then have the uh, have the Mariano Rivera Award be for the best yep. reliever. I
0: 100% agree with that. Perfect. Let's write a letter to Rob. You know what, Rob? (laughs) Listen. (laughs) I know you're listening. So let me just (laughs) tell you this. (laughs) And then also, we have this recommendation.
1: (laughs) I also have this idea. Hear me out.
0: (laughs) Please submit your resignation. Uh, I am done (laughs) having this conversation. All right, so the next statistic we got to talk about, let's talk about um wins above replacement. We call it WAR. war. It's yeah. it's vital in today's game. It, Nobody is It is. It's so it,
1: funny that WAR is like the stat because it is yeah. so hard to calculate. Like it is like oh, yeah. impossible if you don't have a supercomputer, it feels like because so, so much that goes into it.
0: I'm going to tell you what the equation is, okay? Do it. It's batting runs, plus base running runs, plus fielding runs, plus positional adjustment. Nobody (laughs) knows what that means. Plus (laughs) league adjustment, even more vague and unapparent. And then replacement runs. I don't even know what that means. You multiply, you add all those up, and then it becomes parenthetical. So you're going to multiply it against the division... Of runs per win. so
1: <laughs> Yeah. So easy. Uh, oh, no, yeah. Caveman here, could do here's it, right? <laughs> here's, here's the thing that I want to clarify with War. Is that it is not. Like, it, it is. It's wins above replacement. But it is not the comparison of your starting center fielder over his backup. Like, they're not saying, like, let, let me look up Mike Trout real quick. Because he is, like. Great. I always call him the God of War because he always leads the league in war because he's amazing and he used to for a long time. I was like, I was like, well, of course he's leading the league in before I actually understood war. I was like, of course he's leading the league in war because the Angels aren't worried about getting a good center fielder because they got Mike Trout for however long, you know. But yeah. that's not actually how it works.
0: Right? right. No, a, no, no, It's not. There's a bunch not. that
1: goes into it. Production. The fact that you're driving in runs he's got a war of 1.4 this season um, yeah and that's not even the best in baseball right now no it's not but it, it seems low to me but also he's not he doesn't have anybody to drive in he's driving in himself um that's right but but yeah like that's one thing that's really cool is that it takes into account how's he hitting with guys on base what's he doing once he gets on base how is he defensively is he saving runs or is he giving up runs by you know the way he plays defensively things like that it's actually a really cool stat when you understand, you know, this is what all goes into it, and yeah, this is how you can compare one against another. So, yeah, I used to no, hate it because I was dumb, and then when I learned how to, learned how it worked, I was like, oh yeah, that's real cool.
0: Yeah. So the reason the reason everybody's all hot and bothered about war, in case you don't know, is because it 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 attempts to effectively compare your effectiveness on the field holistically and to take into consideration things like defense and that's a really really hard thing to calculate and and effectively measure but um yeah this this is what this stat attempts to do offensive and defensive combined your presence on the field when your team won or not you know all that stuff
1: yeah because if you think about it especially and this is An especially important stat for MVP award. Because like we said, I mean, as a Mariners fan, anytime Mike Trout steps up to the plate, okay, I'm worried about a home run. Okay, he hit a single. Well, he's going to be on second in a couple seconds here because he's going to steal the base. He's going to steal the base, yeah. Mike Trout on second, well, that's dangerous because all they have to do is hit a blooper, and he's scoring because he's so fast. That's right. It puts that kind of worry of a guy – that you're seeing on the field into numbers, which, like I said, I, is, is awesome.
0: It's not worry, Brad. It's worry.
1: Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, man, that's a pun. <laughs> We've been teaching Wilson Whoa. about puns lately. And so he's like trying all the time to make all these punny jokes. And <laughs> he, he gets they're it bad. sometimes, but most of the time he doesn't because he's six. But <laughs> they're all, yeah, it's all bad. Yeah.
0: So okay, Uh, the last. Let's get into the last uh, statistic we want to talk about that we think that you know it's generated a lot of attention. It's it's walks uh, plus hits per inning pitched. It's it's whip, whip, walks plus hits per inning pitched. It's again, it's another sabermetric measurement, Mm -hmm. and it what it does is it calculates the number of base runners that a pitcher has allowed per inning. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, just base runners of any kind. So mm-hmm. walks. Yeah, so it's. I mean, it uh, is exactly what it sounds like: walks plus hits, divided hits by, by pitch. Pitch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so you can have a guy who has a relatively high whip, but has a low ERA. That means he's relying entirely on entirely on his defense. Like, give that defense some credit, because they're bailing him out. Or you can have a guy who has a low whip and a high ERA giving up a lot of home runs. You right. Know, so so I, I have heard this referred to as a good fantasy baseball stat. But on the other hand, I feel like it, it <laughs> gives a good idea of the quality of a pitcher. Right? Like low whip, low ERA. That's a great pitcher right there. Very, very There good. you go. Yeah, exactly. You, you have know, to combine
0: so- them. And that's... That's the same with mm-hmm. war, I think – or, I'm excuse me, not war. That's what war attempts to communicate with. If you were to take OPS and batting average and,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know, if you kind of put all that together, you might get a really good idea of a guy's offensive production capabilities. It's the same mm-hmm. thing with this, right? If you throw ERA and whip together, you end up with a pretty good idea of what the pitcher's capable
1: of. Yeah. So, like, this is, this is a, a good one I feel like I just kind of went into a little bit. So, you got Clayton Kershaw who actually leads – the major leagues in WHIP with 0.755. Yeah. yeah, but he is down to eighth on ERA, which is still good. He's two point one five, but to me that says most of his runs are coming off of home runs, which I feel like we see because sometimes that curveball doesn't exactly curve as much as he wants it to. It doesn't. It doesn't break. And it yeah, goes a long ways. So yeah, mm-hmm. so I feel like that that's actually like a perfect example right there of. It is the, the perfect example whip against ERA. So,
0: yeah, well, and that's why you, that's cool why stat. we
1: brought up these statistics.
0: So c- because mm-hmm. it'll give you an idea of how to evaluate everything in mm-hmm. tandem. You can't just like anything else. You shouldn't take just one piece of the information. You have to look at things holistically, if at all possible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And these are these are the statistics we think you should know in order to take a closer look at what is actually mm-hmm. happening on the field if yeah. you care and then, or if you don't care that's fine you can be an intuitive baseball fan just like i am and you're like oh that's interesting i like this guy
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah why Yeah. Well, I the, don't and know. the other I, reason too, i like is this like, guy <laughs> is like if depending on how much you watch baseball like if you're like really watching deep and you're getting into like the awards races like the mvp and and everything cy young then these are yeah. the things that they're going to be talking about quite a bit when it comes to those so We want to help you know know what they mean. Catch new episodes of the Baseball Together podcast every Tuesday.